Mrs. P presents my five favourite fairy tales and funny stories. Oh, hello. When I was 12 years old, I met the Queen of England. My father's latest invention, a breed of dog with the good grooming habits of a cat, had everyone in a tizzy, so the whole family got invited to Buckingham Palace. Now, usually such things didn't impress me, but the Queen of England? That was something. For weeks before our meeting, I, every time I thought about her, I'd burst out singing, The Queen! The Queen! I'm going to meet the Queen! One day I asked my father, what one chats about with the Queen? And he said, oh, just be yourself, doodlebug. Tell her how you sing whenever you think about her. It's charming. So that's what I decided to do. And finally, the big day came. And as we drove through the gates of Buckingham Palace, I began to get more and more nervous. Well, we had a six-course dinner in a ballroom. And then, as I stood in line to greet the Queen, my stomach grew all fluttery. And suddenly there I was, standing before the great lady herself. I bowed and said, Your Majesty, I just want to tell you that whenever I think of you, this is what I do. I opened my mouth to sing and threw up on her. Now, my mother taught me that no matter how terrible things get, it's always best to maintain your poise and dignity. So I dabbed my mouth with a tissue, stood up straight, and looked the queen right in the eye and said, Your Highness, I came to you wearing my heart on my sleeve, and I shall depart wearing my stomach on your blouse. And shoes. And in your hair. And then I curtsied and went home. You know, sometimes people act odd around kings and queens and famous people. And this story is about one of the most amazing examples ever. It's The Emperor's New Clothes by Hans Christian Andersen. Many years ago, there lived an emperor who loved beautiful new clothes so much that he spent all his money on being finely dressed. His only interest was in going to the theater or in riding about in his carriage where he could show off his new clothes. He had a different costume for every hour of the day, indeed, but it was said of other kings that they were at court. It could only be said of him that he was in his dressing room. One day, two swindlers came to the emperor's city. They said that they were weavers, claiming that they knew how to make the finest cloth imaginable. Not only were the colors on the patterns extraordinarily beautiful, but in addition, this material had the amazing property that it was to be invisible to anyone who was incompetent or stupid. Well, it would be wonderful to have clothes made from that cloth, thought the emperor. Then I would know which of my men are unfit for their positions, and I'd be able to tell clever people from stupid ones. So he immediately gave the two swindlers a great sum of money to weave their cloth for him. They set up their looms and pretended to go to work, although there was nothing at all on the looms. They asked for the finest silk and the purest gold, all of which they hid away, continuing to work on the empty looms, often late into the night. I would really like to know how they're coming with the cloth, thought the emperor, but he was a bit uneasy when he recalled that anyone who was unfit for his position or stupid would not be able to see the material. Of course, he himself had nothing to fear, but still he decided to send someone else to see how the work was progressing. I'll send my honest old minister to the weavers, 
thought the emperor. He's the best one to see how the material is coming. He's very sensible, and no one is more worthy of his position than he. So the good old minister went into the hall where the two swindlers sat working at their empty looms. Goodness, thought the old minister, opening his eyes wide. I cannot see a thing. But he did not say so. The two swindlers invited him to step closer, asking him if it wasn't a beautiful design and if the colors weren't magnificent. They pointed to the empty loom and the poor old minister opened his eyes wider and wider. He still could see nothing, for nothing was there. Gracious, he thought, is it possible that I am stupid? I've never thought so. Am I unfit for my position? No one must know this. No, it will never do for me to say that I was unable to see the material. You aren't saying anything, said one of the weavers. Oh, it is magnificent, the very best, said the old minister, peering through his glasses. This pattern and these colors, oh yes, I'll tell the emperor that I'm very satisfied.